K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Welcome to Black on Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Cooper 3X. The other half of your host is the world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, Mr. Be Honest. What's up, B? How you doing? What's going on, man? How are you? Can't complain, man. Uh, yesterday was uh, had, to, had a nice time with the family. We made s'mores. B, have you ever made s'mores? No. I don't think I would eat. I don't eat. That's, that's marshmallow and something, right? Yeah, apparently it's a it's a marshmallow and chocolate between some two graham crackers. Mm. Right. Who came up with that? It's crazy. <laughs> How would you happen to have those three ingredients at the same damn time? <laughs> That's a fucking serendipitous situation if I ever heard of one. Right. It's kismet even. Uh, but apparently you take those things. First, you got to take the marshmallow and you got get get some fire or heat to that thing. Get it all gooey. And you put that on the on the chocolate and then you sandwich that between some graham crackers and apparently you have yourself a good time. Okay. And apparently that comes from camping. Then, you know, I'm not a camper. So then white. Just, you know, so what you're saying, basically code I'm word black. white. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I'm not. So again, it goes back to what I said. So you're out camping in the wilderness and you just so fucking happen to have some marshmallows, a Hershey bar and some graham crackers. Right. I don't know, man. Sounds 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 fishy. I don't know. Sounds real <laughs> set up ish. Right. Yeah, man. And I, I also heard that uh on uh the on July fourth every year, uh there's this thing that happens, B. What's it's a uh, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm not even gonna make a guess. It's the Nathan's annual hot dog eating contest. Have you heard about that, B? Is it you said hot dogs? Hot dog eating contest, a Nathan's annual Hot dog eating contest held in like Coney Island, maybe? Ugh. Yeah, I know. Uh, this year's champion beat his record last year. Um, in one minute, he, he beat his record. B, you want to guess how many hot dogs a human being could eat in one minute? In one minute. I'm going well, to... When I say eat, I mean they, they go into the mouth and then down into the areas. I'm going to say 17. Mmm, as friend of the show Nathan Nice would say. Mmm. <laughs> Want another guess? Higher or lower? Higher, man. Oh, are you kidding? We're not. This, man, these are, this is a fucking food competition. We're not fucking around here, man. It's real shit. Professionals, man. They got sponsors and everything. We're talking about real full length ballpark sauce. I mean, hot dogs, not like Vienna sausages, right? We're talking about the real thing. I, I can't imagine I you said, go more than 25. What the fuck? I said. I can't imagine. 25. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> B, what you need to know <laughs> that they're not playing out here with this shit. They true to it. They're not, they not, they not faking. They real with this. Wow. Professional eaters, B. They travel from place to place, town to town, taking on food challenges and fucking them up. Well, B, I'm going to end all of the all of the hype. I'm just going to let you know. This year's reigning champion defended his title, Joey Chestnut, coming in with a time of one minute. He has devoured 75 hot dogs. That's gross. 75. That's gross. Oh, 
shit, you, you think that's gross? Watch how they actually eat them. So what they normally do is they have like some water in front of them and they just moisten all of it and just, they're just really just shoving it down their throats. It's gross. What is the most, real gross. What's the most number of hot dogs you've eaten in one sitting? Me? You. The most numbers of hot dogs I've eaten in one sitting? Ever in your entire mm-hmm. life. Fat days, skinny days, whatever days. Mine is three. About three? Three, yeah. Yep, that's about it. Like three. Like three. yep. And I, I was, did that third. I'm like, wow, that's, that's a lot of damn hot dogs. <laughs> and I was done. I was done for the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah like, maybe I should eat all them damn hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, woo. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> we're 72 away from, the, from the, this guy. <laughs> yeah, and it probably took us a hell of a lot longer than one minute. Right. Shit. God <laughs> damn. Like, I was like, damn. Yeah, man, but he did that damn thing. Um, you know, I, I, you know, quick aside, I actually did see a Nathan's hot dog eating contest back in 2007. Gross as fuck. I think Kobayashi was in that one. I remember that name, so I have seen it before. Kobayashi is a legend in the food challenge scene. He is famous for his signature maneuver, the Kobayashi shake. <laughs> Meaning he will grab one side of his, of his, of his, uh, of his abdomen and shake it around, which results in, I guess, moving of some of his stomach or something Ugh. that will create more room he's to so, shove it in. He's so skinny though. Like he's super It's not skinny. about that. <laughs> there's this, there's this woman out there called Rania and it's, I think her YouTube is Rania is crazy. She's a competitive eater. She's not big. She's a little, she's a little Asian woman. And I've seen her eat like 10 pounds of, of well-done steak. Ugh. Yeah, man. She does all, all these food contests. I think I saw her eat like, I don't know, like 30 tacos. And that was just not even, that was light work. Light work. Have you ever gone to like Capitol Grill and got like the 23 ounce uh, ribeye? No, because if you don't finish it, then you got to pay for all of it. <laughs> you still got to pay for all of it. That's what I'm saying. And it's like $60 already, $65. So... I, no, I don't need that much stress, B. I struggle with a 23-ounce ribeye. I can't finish that. Okay, I'm going to, full disclosure, <clears throat> I actually can eat a surprising amount of red meat. It's not good. It's not, it's not something I'm proud of, B. Right. But uh, the thing that will be keeping me from similar food challenges like that is if I don't finish, and I'm stuck with Bill, and I'm cheap as fuck. <laughs> I don't need that pressure, man. Too right. stressful. Right. Speaking of stressful, actually, I'm going to segue to another dog-related topic. Uh, so I'm getting a Rottweiler. Oh, cool. And it's going to be cool. Man, I can't wait. Um, it's already named. A it's, puppy or? Yeah, uh, kind of. Puppy. Okay. It's going to have to be trained. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, a friend of a friend. A friend of my son, actually. Got the Rottweiler. It's a girl with papers and whatnot. But he's in the armed services and he's being deployed somewhere where he can't take the dog. Oh, man. So, yoink. So, I'll happily take the dog off of him. Yeah. Dog's name is Jojo. Mm, what about that, but Sounds a little bit like Cujo. You're, are you afraid to name it, rename her? I can't think of anything better, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, Jojo. Just By the way, I always fucking feel weird when I say be honest, to be honest. Just, just throwing that out there, it's weird. Every single fucking time I said, I'm like, I wince a little bit. It's like, shit, why did I do that? 
fuck. Is he thinking I'm doing this? Is this you think a wordplay? But yeah, so if you remember early dogs, in, the, in the no nonsense show, every time I smile, he said, "Be honest," every single time. So I, I stopped doing that. Though I've matured in my podcasting abilities. I'm glad. And the no nonsense show, for those that don't know, because I don't know how you found your way here. That is on the rare sonnets network. That is the queen, the mothership of of these pure podcasts, where you will hear uh, my esteemed co-host here and colleague uh, try to hold together what I would call a barbershop where there's been some drinking and smoking. But he does. Holds it all together. Um, so, <clears throat> dog's coming. I have another dog, B. You don't like that dog, though. I do not like that dog. and That's a small dog, uh, though. Uh, medium size, but the rot is going to uh, be one of those. The Rottweiler is going to be homes, home defense, home security. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. But no, this dog is an Aust- uh, one I have. Well, I don't have. It's my daughter's dog. It's an Australian Shepherd. Okay. Kind of looks like Lassie. Ugh. It's the type of dog that will bark at an intruder all the way up until the intruder picks up the dog and puts the dog in his or her car and drives away. <laughs> all bark, no bite. Oh. Yeah, literally, is she's the epitome of all bark, no bite. Right. I mean, she pulls up, but that's it. Right. That is it. So I can't wait for JoJo to get here. Um, I haven't had a puppy in a long time, so this is going to be a responsibility because I literally do nothing with the other dog other than feed the dog because you know I'm not an asshole. Animal rights and. You know, when my daughter brought it, I knew she wasn't going to take full responsibility for it. So <clears throat> this one will be different. I want to make a suggestion. You're going to have to rename her, and you should name her something anime or uh, Marvel. I'm glad you said that, be honest. Another reason why JoJo stays, because I was watching an anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. Yeah, so it all worked. It's like, it's meant to be. Um, <clears throat> all right, so... Dogs, 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 dogs. Speaking of dogs, be honest, did you uh, happen to hear about uh, Mr. Augustus Alcina? <laughs> His name isn't really Augustus, is it? Uh-oh. That's that's not what it looks like. Augusta, August Alcina. I don't care. One of the August Alcina. <laughs> yeah, August. Okay. I never liked it. Whatever. I don't um, think that's his real name, but I hope I hope his real name knows? was Augusta. <laughs> well, August Alcina. I mean, that sounds like some. That sounds like some shit that you know might would be maybe. That's a ball of confusion, man. I have seen it. That. Is yeah. speaking of ball of confusion. So I'm sure you know B. He's a he likes to make the music. He's an R and B singer, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, he, okay, R&B? Eh. Yes, I guess that if they had to put him in a genre, it would be R&B, but I feel like he's very hip-hop R&B. Pumpy Breaks B. I don't really care about his discography. Okay, okay. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, he makes music. He's musical. Sure. And he hadn't made music in quite some time. Uh, if I recall, he only had one song that was, unless you're a diehard August Alcina fan, there, you only know of one song. Well, I'm not, so I don't. But anyway, he made music, and... That song came out a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. <clears throat> well, you know, 
few years ago, he had somehow or another found himself under the mentorship of Will and Jada Smith. <laughs> okay. Well, mostly Jada. Yeah. You know, he said, you know, I've been through some dark times. Jada's helped me out. I thought to myself, look, look at Jada and Will. They keep giving back to the youth. Yeah. They give back. They give back. Well, he went on, was it The Breakfast Club? Or was talking to Angela Yee in an interview? Okay. I don't know if it's Breakfast Club, but he had an interview with Angela Yee. She has a podcast, or maybe it was <laughs> the podcast. It wasn't a podcast. It was recorded. Because you could see Miss Yee's face as the story unfolded that I'm about to tell you. So... Apparently, Mr. August Alsina claims that he was in some sort of relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Not a mentor-mentee relationship. But uh, one of them R. Kelly relationships where young August was the girl and Miss Pinkett was the Pied Piper. I wonder if he pee on her. She pee on him. Probably. She looks like she would. Looks like she would. Apparently, uh, he nobody, not a soul. And of course, this all happens when apparently he's got some new project uh, coming out. Allegedly, figures. He says that he was in a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, and that Big Willie style gave him his blessing. For that relationship. I thought Will Smith and Jada was, was married. They are. I missed that. Mm. Mm. You know, there's been some whispers quite a, quite a bit about Will and Jada. You know, living that lifestyle. Swinging and swinging. I've heard those whispers. You've heard those whispers, B? I have. And, you know, we see the kids, they, you know, aside from Trey, the other two, they just, they seem different. They seem different. So, who should we believe, man? So, you know, August says he was in a relationship with uh, Jada and that he gave her his all and that he knows that if he were to die, then he has no regrets because he gave everything. He now truly knows what it means to give everything to a married woman. Okay, well, I added the last part, but that's what he said. That's the, that's the gist of what he said. Hmm. So, uh, I don't know if you noticed, B, because you don't have any young kids in the house anymore, but, you know, Will Smith is still making... Kid aimed movies. Did you know that? Did you know that Will was doing that? Kid aimed movies. Um, yeah, he did. Remember, he had Aladdin. Okay. It was out last year. Yeah, Aladdin. But that. Yeah. And then he's okay. got another. One. He's got another project where he plays. It's animated. He plays a top secret spy, who somehow or another finds himself, you know, turned into a pigeon. For the kids. For the kids. It's animated. For the kids. Whereas as Ada, <clears throat> I don't. I mean, she's got the Red Table series. I don't really know what she does. They just talk about things. Yeah. So in a, in a really real self righteous way, though. I and I want to say that she's annoying as fuck to me because of that. But go ahead. Yeah. Um. So this isn't going well for uh, Will Smith's PR. I mean, uh, Aladdin was a Disney movie. Yeah. 
I don't think Disney people want, you know, this sounds like swinging. This sounds like polygamy. <laughs> this sounds like all the means. I don't know what the other one. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Will was present or just, you know, and that might have been the problem, B. That might have been the problem. Will was not present. No, that's not, not the problem. Present. That isn't the the problem is that what okay, let's just say that all these things were true, right? Um, August Alcina, shut the fuck up. You obviously know this was not ever supposed to be public. You knew that going in. It wasn't like Jada was telling you, hey, one day we're gonna be able to come out and and live our life and our truth. You you knew this wasn't gonna be. You're 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 financially, you're probably um one sixteenth the man will is. And as far as stature goes, you're probably, you know, I would say not even half. So there's no way you're competing with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett as a married couple. There's no way you're competing with that. So you knew your role going in. Your role was to whatever, a concubine, a, a, I, don't, I don't know what you were, but you were never supposed to be in the light, ever. You can kiss your career. Where was, good, the, but, huh? where was the NDA in all this, the non-disclosure agreement? Where, where, where'd that go? Exactly. I'm sure, I don't know if there was one, but that, that should be like so, a social contract. Like, nigga, shut up. First of all, I'm not even getting in the social contract. I mean, Will and Jada are sophisticated people. Where was the NDA? Yeah. Where was it? He's shooting way out his league. Not, he has to know that. Well, you know, he did have that scorned lover hair. It he was, did. Uh, he it did. Was a cotton candy. <laughs> it was yellow and pink. The last time I seen some yellow and pinks and some blondes of that of that hue was uh, <laughs> Keisha Cole. I should have cheated. Right. And uh, Kellis, uh, Kalis, back in the day when she was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was so very sideshow side so, Bob or whatever that guy's name was. Yeah, yeah, and I actually, it's it's really transparent. That's why he's doing it to move this new project uh, at what cost? Um, it, it's gonna suck. His project's so, gonna suck. Well, I, who cares? Uh, but Jada is now disputing this yeah. in part. And she's also saying she's going to come to the red table herself. She's going to throw herself to the mercy of the red table so that healing, healing can begin. Oh, boy. She bet. So, Anywho. But no, she knows. See, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. The self-righteous bullshit. If she does come to the red table, she needs to tell the whole truth. No, you can't come there and, and, and kind of half do it. If you and this dude was fucking, then just, you know, just say that. Say that, you know, well, you, he, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of layers got to come off, though, Kunta, if, they, if she does that. Well, he did say August, Augustus, August, August did say that Will and Jada, Will and Jada are only in a business relationship now. Which is fine. I don't know, man. I don't make enough money to understand this. Um, speaking of people, you know, who are, make a lot of money and, and live a certain way. Um, did you hear about Dr. Dre and his wife? I heard they're splitting up. I don't have any other details, though. And there's no prenup. There ain't no damn prenup, B. Yeah. B, if I got $950 million and me and my wife split up, somebody got to die. You couldn't live off the I need the rest of them. I, I need all of that 99. I need all 950 of my, of my million dollars. You, so you couldn't deal with just 300 million? No, I can't. She, as last I checked, she wasn't in the producer's booth. She ain't made no chronic. She ain't executive produced uh, All Eyes on Me. Yeah. What, honestly, what I think was they would negotiate some sort of agreement, but given everything we learned from the NWA story, she's probably going to take half his shit. Yeah. yeah. 
She'll, well, not half because the lawyer's going to get a third. So it'll be three, three, and three. <laughs> That's what I I'm saying. I guess so. That's what I'm saying. They'll Plus get their 300. Yeah, they'll get their 300 million and then the lawyer will be, the lawyer's the one who makes out in all this. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like detox is ever coming out though. So it's not like it's going to affect the music. That's true. Meanwhile, O'Shea Jackson and his wife just keep on keeping on black love. Uh, unlike Will and Jada, what the fuck are they doing? I, we'll find out, man. I don't know. Wait I don't know. Did you hear? T- I don't, did you don't hear ask T- me. I don't have any answers. Tisha Campbell tweeted something. Did you see that? No. What What Pam say? Not Pam. Not Pam. Uh, Gina. Yeah. Yeah. What did Gina say? She said the truth always. Oh, Tisha Campbell. I got her. I actually did get her mixed up with Pam because I don't respect Tisha Campbell well, and her big ass head. She Go said on. the truth always comes down the end, no matter how hard anyone tries to hide it. Lies are just a temporary delay <sighs> to the inevitable. Oh, you know what that means. Well, she said it meant nothing. She wasn't talking about Jada, but it was just perfect timing. So she, I, oh, I think she, yeah. them rumors was true. <laughs> That's what she's saying. That's exactly what she's oh, saying. Oh man, what, what was her ex-husband's name? <laughs> Dwayne Martin. You know that was them rumors. That was a big rumor. That was it a will, big, big rumor. Will and Dwayne. You see Will? You see Dwayne? <laughs> They're not on the same yeah. level. Why are they hanging out? I'm just saying, have you seen Six Degrees of Separation? Uh, Probably not. Man, I, if I, I saw it, I don't it know why you would. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Yeah, I mean, Will did nail that role of playing, well, whatever. I'm just know. saying, but Kunta, what movie, not, were they in a movie together? Nope. Did they go to school together? Nope. Like, they're not in the same tax bracket, so why are they hanging together? I don't know. You have to ask Eddie Murphy and Johnny Gill. I really don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I can't call it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, but you know what? Coming off the hills of Pride Week, let's just be accepting of whatever people do. Hey, what you do when you do what you do when you're doing it? I agree. doesn't matter to me. I agree. Yeah, but 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 Jada, you got to check your hose. I'm just going to throw that out there. You got to get your hose in check. Get him in check. He's out here running wild. Out here running wild. About to fuck up the money. About to fuck up the money. I wonder if they have a prenup. Uh, I would say yes. If if everything is true about them having a business agreement more so than a marriage, I would say absolutely yes. Right. You know, on that maybe you wouldn't, but on that red table, one of the red table diary, uh, whatever red table red table hookups, red table, you know, chopping it ups. Uh, the one that Will was on, Jada said, "We gonna always be under the same roof, even if you got someone down the other end, and I'm with someone on the on this end. We gonna be under the same roof." Wow. Like, okay, that's that's interesting. Big house, though. I mean, you know, I'm sure they can probably do that and and not cross paths. Is house is. Um, let's keep it moving, man. You know, we'll find out what she if she ever fesses up to or what she fesses up to, or if that nigga August just comes up missing. Um, <laughs> Clinton, that nigga. Well, Jeffrey Epstein's confidant, whose name I don't remember, she got he got her hemmed up. Gillis, 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 some shit like that. Yeah, I, you know, it's not looking good for her, B. <laughs> right. I mean, if you really think about it, you know, I don't know if you've seen pictures, but, you know, since she's, you know, she looks like she's uh, just Lane Maxwell. She looks like she's uh, feeling pretty depressed, B. Yeah. Like she might be having, I don't know, suicidal thoughts. It's a heavy weight on her head. I know that. It is a heavy weight. Maybe, maybe heavy, too heavy for her to bear. Maybe too heavy for her to bear. Heavy price, maybe too. Yeah, I mean, you got pictures of Trump. You also got pictures of her at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. 
if you're her, how do you get caught? Not the kids. She can't. They can't catch me. If I got the if if I got the stuff in the, in the on deck that she has potentially has allegedly has, I'm not getting caught. They got to take me dead. They can't take me alive. Was she extradited from somewhere? I don't know, but I'm going on the blaze of glory. Mm, well, she's an heiress to some shit. Oh, and the royal family is a little upset about this too. <laughs> I just hope she pulls out of this depression that she's in, B. I would really hate for her to do something rash Yeah. before justice has had a chance to work its way through the system. I really would hate to see that. Good luck. Yeah. All right, let's keep it moving, man. So there's all this social unrest, this social uh, justice, these people marching, this Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, The NFL, the National Football League, has heard... The outcries of the people has heard (laughs) the outcries of literally, literally, literally 85% of its actual workforce. And you know what, B? They understand. They're here for it. No, they, okay. So whenever they play football, that first game, B, in every arena across the country, they're playing football. Whenever the fuck that happens, you know what what they're going to play? Before the game starts, I've heard the black national anthem. Lift every voice and sing. That's all the fuck I know, B. <laughs> and I'm an educated man, B. I got nice degrees. You know, you know. I I I listen to NPR. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, Minister Farrakhan a little bit later, but I listened to his message. I know a lot about this shit, B. Right. And I'm okay telling you, I did not go to an HB, uh, HBCU. Wow. I do not know anything after Lift Every Voice and Sing. That's all the fuck I know. So if well, Roger Goodell and friends is hoping to see players on the sidelines singing this shit, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even if they got it on the on the on the fucking jumbotrons, man, I don't even know. It sounds like it's gonna get complicated and sad. I don't know. Most people can get the first two or three or four lines, but you you're you're. I gave you all I had, B. Lift every voice and sing. That's all I got right there. And after that, I'm just swaying and clapping. I don't even know. I'm just giving support. Yeah, I don't get it because um, black people don't um, sing this song for anything. They sing, you know, black people sing the Stevie Wonder Happy Birthday song more than they sing the Black National Anthem. I'd go for that. That's you know, that's the like, because you know, B, I don't know if we talked about this. Maybe we did a long, long time ago. But an an alternative Happy Birthday song that is some hard shit to do. Right. We have never talked about this. I mean, but Stevie did it. He did. Stevie did it. But back to this Black National Anthem in the first game in every stadium. Um, who the fuck asked for this? Uh, yeah. Did Jay-Z ask for this? Why only one game? Who put a bug in, 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 in Roger Goodell's ear and say, this is what you should do? Who asked for this shit? <laughs> this you know what the fuck dumb. I want, B, from the NFL? I want someone to give Colin Kaepernick an actual shot to come in and and show if he's if he can hold a clipboard or if he can't. That's what I like to see. I don't care about that at all. I don't well, care. Well, basically saying the nigga was right. I don't care if he ever plays again. They just need to moving forward need to have better practices. And I'm not talking about the practices in the stadiums with the teams. I'm talking about business practices, uh, social practices. But don't chink. <laughs> I guess, man. 
They need to, guess, they need to have better practices. I don't I don't care about the Black National Anthem. I've never I've, I've you know I've only heard that song at um Black History Month uh concerts, festivals, whatever. That's Is there my, a remix to this shit? No. No. Can we get Diddy to do the remix? Yeah, then now that would be hard. It would be. Featuring Rick Ross. I mean, Jay is right there. Jay is right there. Jay, Jay Sean, Mr. Mr. Carter, if you so happen or one of your followers listen to Black on Both Sides, I would strongly ask you to reach out to your good buddy Diddy, who invented the remix, and see if we can, you know, we can kind of bring this, this Negro national anthem current. Yeah, man. I'd be here for that shit. Me too. Absolutely. Absolutely. In its current form, it's just it's it's laughable that that the NFL or any white person thinks that that is something to uh, calm the worries of Black America. I guess that game, I suppose. No, not even that game. Nobody <laughs> cares. That's not, that is so irrelevant to to most of us. Somebody asked for this shit. B. I don't know who did it. I'm, don't shoot me. I'm the messenger. This is what it is. I don't know who asked, but this is what they're gonna do. I want. I want. Unless they don't. Out. I want them to come out and say who it was. It wasn't Marcellus White. Oh, man, I need... No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Shit. Uh, he's a fucking Uncle Ruckus there. Uh, but anyway, I want Cap... I want somebody to give Cap a shot. Maybe this time he won't wear a Kunta Kente shirt when we go in there, but knowing him, he probably will. <laughs> I want him to sing the Black National Anthem. That'll be good. He don't know the words either. That being said, um, <laughs> he don't. I'd be shocked. <laughs> He don't know him today. Now, by the time he rolls around, he might know him. But today, I, if you were to stop him and ask him, you know, you know, you know, they got that those those uh, those challenges. If your life, you know, you got one chance uh, to recite a whole song, or you or you die. No one is picking the Black National Anthem. No one. Right. No one. See, you told me you know it, but are you are you that confident? Are you that confident? You're not going to leave something out? Are you really? Well, I'll put I don't like, know, I'll, man. No, I'll put it like this. I know the Black National Anthem first verse, the first stanza. There's, there's like, you know, like the Nas, the, the Star Spangled Banner has like three stanzas or four stanzas. That's where the slave shit is in like the third stanza. I know the first, mm -hmm. the first stanza of the Lift Every Voice and Sing. Just that first, I guess what, 10 lines or so. So in other words, you die because you don't know the whole song. Let us okay. march on until victory is won. I know up to that. Wow. See? Man, dropping knowledge right there. That sounds like some good shit, man. Let us, let us, and let us march to some victory. I like that. The, the, the first stanza, like the first stanza, the part that I know is all of it's good. I just don't think that we ever sing it ever, 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 mm. ever, ever. But I need that remix. No, I definitely do. Yeah, I need, I need, I need that soulful remix. Faith Evans. Maybe a sample. I want Faith mm. Evans. On it. Yeah, I need her in there. You know, she got time. You know she got time. By the way, <laughs> why are you laughing, B? She got time. Yeah, that's fucked up. But I like Faith a lot. I do too. But you know she ain't doing nothing right now. She's she's, she's free. That's fucked up. Okay. I mean, you can. Only, what, what are you and Stevie J gonna do all day? I mean, they done done it all already. So now what? All right. All right. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. I mean, shit, man. Well, they should collab. Do that, man. Fuck. <sighs> Let's stay in the NFL, man. <laughs> so your boy, Cameron Newton, signed with the New England Patriots. I don't like it. Why don't you like it, man? <sighs> I don't like it because 
I feel like he's not going to fit into that <laughs> system. He's, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like he's not going to fit into that system and it's going to make him end up, he's, he's going to end up looking bad in the, in the end of this. It's good for when everybody to What are you talking about? The Patriots. The, the Bill Belichick. When you say system, are you talking about the X's and O's or the culture? The X's and O's. I don't. The, they, the, that that's that's not a good critique because the Patriots have shown over the last, well, as long as they've been winning shit, that they change literally all the time, all the time. Yeah, but but like the last Super Bowl they won was was a ground and pound game. But all of it's due to conformity, though, and I don't think that Cam Newton is a conformity type player. I think that everybody, including including Tom Brady, has to conform to the system for the system to work. That's Bill Belichick's motto. That's his. That everybody, everybody who comes there and does well mm-hmm. is because they. Uh, Bill Ch- Belichick's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, I just Bill Belichick's whole deal is I put players in positions to be the, to be their best. Okay. So that's why they can take all these players, players that nobody fucking wants, because the Belichick thinks he can put them in their best situations. And so I, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but I, the offense will evolve to whatever Cam's skill set is now because it, it has. I mean, I mean, B, you remember when they had Grunk and uh, the murderer? Yeah. Hernandez? Yeah. Aaron Hernandez? I mean, that was, that was pretty radical. That was a, that nobody else was doing that. You had two tight ends that could stretch the field. That yeah. was pretty, nobody was doing that shit. And when the murderer, you know, kept murdering, he really fucked that up for them. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see, man. Culture wise, I mean, though, my, he don't fit anywhere. So that's why I was not going to say culture. He doesn't fit any on any team. We'll remember Randy Moss. I do remember Randy Moss. He fit in there for a while, kind of, until he didn't. Kind of. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't highlight. He wasn't highlight world famous Randy Moss in in the Patriots. Bullshit! That was the year they put up the most points ever scored in in the NFL history. But I'm talking about you don't remember him. that shit. I'm, I'm talking about him though. He he he. It still looked like a system game. It didn't look like a Randy Moss game. Whereas in Minnesota, it was a Randy Moss game. Randy Moss changed the out the outcome of every game off of two plays. There, I didn't I didn't see a lot of that in the Patriots. If it was, it was hidden. Well, you better go rewind the tape, Maybe man. So. They was handing out lollipops and ass kickings, and they was all out of lollipops. That shit was oh, going deep. Maybe so. Maybe you know, I remember Randy would catch it, and then he would, he would, he would like, he would put his hands out like that's it, man. Maybe I need to look again. Yeah, beat by the, yeah, they got they got beat by the Giants though, because that dude caught that ball on the side of his head and helmet, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon was another bad boy nobody could do shit with, but he won a, a Super Bowl with the Patriots. Maybe so. Uh, if Chad Ochocinco was worth a goddamn, he would have probably stayed on the Patriots, but he couldn't make it uh, through training camp because he kept dropping all that shit. Actually, no. Ochocinco couldn't stay with the Patriots because he could not remember the plays. Facts. Go check it out. Um, yeah. Who else? They had a- Antonio, Brown, Antonio Brown, AB. He didn't make it. AB was out there. He didn't, he didn't make it. Well, he got cut. Well, Okay. Coach, it wasn't because of his because performance of on the field. Right. It was because of his. Oh, his... No, because he was literally threatening to kill a woman <laughs> and her children. So, you know. <laughs> that's a bit. That's a bit different. Cam, um, Cam Newton seems very flamboyant in his play and in his, his lifestyle. 
So I don't think. Have he, you heard of of, of Rob uh, Gronkowski? Yeah, but he's that nigga thinks he's the ultimate warrior. Yeah, but he's also a white, a fraternity type white boy. So America lets those guys get away with all kind of shit. They they rape people and they just call it fun. And that was just a weekend. Mm. We'll see, man. Uh, Cam has a lot to prove. He is a former MVP, so the Patriots have replaced one MVP, right, with another one league MVP with another league MVP. That's never been done. Oh, athletically, B, he's, you want to know he's better than Brady, but as far as you know, accuracy, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But that's not my problem with this. I too have a problem with this. B, you want to know what my problem is? What's that? the goddamn contract for a former league MVP. Don't know anything about the contract. B, do you know that Cam is signed to a one-year deal? Wow. Do you want to know the base salary for that one-year deal? I think I did read it. Is it $7 million? Oh, $7 million. You think that's the base salary? Yeah. <clears throat> well, would you be surprised, B, would you be surprised if I were to tell you that the base salary for a former league MVP, someone who played in the Super Bowl, was uh, the minimum of $1.5 million, $1.05 million? Wow. Of that $1.05 million, B, you want to guess how much of that's guaranteed? 500000 500, Yeah, about, about a half. About a half. About a half. Wow. Now, that number you are quoting is... If he hits all of his incentives, wow! If he hits all of the incentives that are currently in the contract, I don't have them all, but he could get theoretically, theoretically, takes his vitamins, says his prayers, plays well in the field. Uh, he could uh, get to maybe that seven or nine million dollar mark. But this is what I'm talking about, Kunta. The, the business practices moving forward. This is what I want them to change. That guaranteed money thing. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. It's, it's, it's not fair considering the, the amount of damage these guys put on their bodies. This is what I mean by business practices need to change moving forward. Well, that's going to be a problem because quite frankly, uh, the league representative is very weak and it's been that way for like the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years. And uh, B, let, me, let me tell you, uh, some players that are making more than Cam Newton. Um, Nick Foles, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matthew Stafford, Taysom Hill, hmm. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. Wow. Alex Smith, Jacoby Brissett, Derek Carr. Kirk Cousins, Philip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater. Hmm. You want to quarterbacks who could make more than Cam in 2020? Case Keenum, Tyrod Taylor. Actually, I'm lying. Here, here are people making more money than uh, a reigning, not a reigning, a former. League MVP and Super Bowl champion. Case Keenum, Tyrod Taylor, Mitch Trubisky, A.J. McCarron, Shaken Baker Mayfield, Chase Daniel, Sam Darnold, 
Andy Dalton, Jay Boo, famous Jameis Winston, Winston, Jeff Driscoll. B, did you know Jeff Driscoll is going to be making more money than Cam Newton? I don't even know who Jeff Driscoll is. Hmm. As hmm. many of these people you're naming, I'm, I'm sure most of our listeners don't know most of these names. Josh Rosen. Who he start for? Nobody. That's right. Robert Griffin III. Robert Griffin III. Uh, literally, if he and Cam were at dinner, he would have to, he should probably help a brother out and pick up the tab. Um, Matt Barkley. Didn't know he's still in the league. Ryan Griffin. Don't know who the fuck that is. Jacob Eason. Don't know who the fuck that is. Chad Henney. Sounds familiar, but probably the wrong Henney. Don't know who the fuck <laughs> he is. <clears throat> Side note, J.R. Smith signs the Lakers. Anything is possible! Uh, back to what I was saying. Nathan Peterman, NFL quarterback, makes more money than Cameron Newton. Nathan Peterman. Peterman. Cooper Rush. Remember Cooper Rush, B? Nope. No? No. Yeah, he's making more money than Cam Newton. Blaine Gabbard. Remember, yeah, he was he doing it. Geno Smith. <laughs> I thought that nigga was out of the league, but no, he's still making more than Cam. Goodness. Yeah. Mike Glennon. Shit. He also got to pick up the tab if he and Cam go out and eat. Okay, now there are three on here. That you know, they're on the lower tier that make more than uh, than Cam, but they make sense because you know, as you pointed out, the uh, the contract situation is terrible. So Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson make make more than Cam, but only by a little bit. That's because they're on rookie deals, and rookies rookie deals are right. not good. Right. And so their next paychecks will probably be their best paychecks. Yeah. And that's coming soon. So I have a problem, B. I just I just don't I just don't know how this happens to a former league MVP. Do you? Not at all. I, he's better than, I would say, 90% of those people. Most of the people I named? Yeah. Then, he could be better than all those people. It's, it's arguable, the last 10%. The last 10%? Dwayne Haskins, Mike Glennon, Geno Smith, no, Blaine no, Gabbert? No, not the last 10% you named. The, the, the top, he's better than 90%. <laughs> of that 10% that, I, that I'm not saying he's better than, he's probably better than those people too. It's just it's arguable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even recognize a lot of those names. I'm sure they're not even first-string quarterbacks. Robert Griffin III? No, he's not a first-string quarterback. Yeah, nor should he be. Matt he, Barkley? I didn't realize he was still in the league. Just right. like Geno Smith also didn't know he was still in the league. Never been really successful either. Um, let me ask you a question, B. So, no homo. Um, OJ. Tony Dorsett, Cameron Newton, you know, big alpha males with big personalities. Right. Proud monkeys, if you will. He, he did wear a one-piece romper a couple of summers ago. We're not talking about that, but okay. he has a personality and he has a personality. Yes, flamboyant. Go ahead. You think that has to do with this? I do, but I think that it's the wrong side of it, though. I think uh, that big personality is what brings people in, puts butts in seats. And so sells more tickets mean his contract should be representative of that. His contract is representative of basically, uh, I don't know, if somebody just is showing up off the street. Oh, you need a quarterback. I'll do it. 
you want to pay me? Get out of here. You don't pay me for the game I love to play. I don't know. It's really, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Richard Sherman, uh, uh, 49ers cornerback, says he thinks something is wrong here. Something uh, is really wrong you here. You think? What? Yeah, oh. I don't. <clears throat> I know that he He's was, never been. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No, you go ahead. He's never been socially outspoken, so it can't be that. No? So I don't know. So you're saying there's something behind the scenes that we don't know about? It has to be. Like a what? Like a, a debilitating disease? A debilitating big black personality that people don't want to deal with. But have you ever heard of him being the reason why something wasn't working? Nope. Neither have I. I've never heard. All I've heard is that he had injuries, but he's passed, you know, all these tests. And I see his training every day. So we'll see. We'll see, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm rooting for Cam to do what most people do in New England, um, which is to excel. Because Belichick's going to put you in you, to be your in the situation to be your best you, and I think the only way. Oh, by the way, B, um, it's an open competition for quarterback in in uh, in, in uh, New England. Did you know that? Who's the Who's the backup? Oh, no, 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 no! It's an open competition. Oh, you mean he's not? He may not start. Yeah, he's got to <laughs> win out training camp. Who's the say? Who's the other quarterback? Do you know the other name? Jared. Jared Stidham. Never heard of him. Well, clearly you're not a fan of Auburn football. Yeah, never heard of him. And that's close by too. Auburn is like, you know, hour and a half away. Yeah, B. So, you know, hopefully Cameron Newton can beat uh, this second year player and whoever else is on the Patriots roster that I'm not going to look up and just consider them jabronis. Hopefully he can beat them out. Wow. I look at it like this. Those names I told you that joined the Patriots, the only ones that failed was that didn't get a chance to play and excel was Ocho Cinco. And that's because Ocho Cinco was dumb and didn't didn't uh, understand. He 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 never understood and the place. He was never where he was supposed to be. That's why he got cut. I doubt Cam Newton, who's been an NFL quarterback all these years and right. league MVP. Right. I have I seriously doubt. He's not going to be able to pick up whatever new offense, because mind you, it will be a new offense they're going to give to him. Right. I mean, he's he's had multiple offensive coordinators. His game in the NFL looks nothing like it did when he was in college. So, you know, we'll see. Speaking of we'll see, uh, have you heard about the Washington Racial Slurs football team, B? I have. So the Washington Racial, racial Slurs have uh, had it, had lost Several big money contracts. FedEx, the FedEx field is saying, hey, man, uh, we don't like your name because it's a racial slur. Yeah. And Nike has removed all of the racial slur uh, merchandise down. Yeah. So let's, you know, let's say what it is. It's the Washington Redskins. And the red skin is depicted on the side of the helmet as a Native American with, with very, you know, brownish, reddish hue of skin. And, and that's a problem. Well, let me rephrase. I think that's a problem. Right. I think that's been been a problem. Let's contrast that with the Florida State Seminoles. Yeah, um, the Seminoles were a specific tribe. And that specific tribe said, hey, man, we love this shit. Keep it going. Right. Uh, that's not the situation with the Washington Redskins. To me, it would be the same thing as having like, you know, 
the Baltimore Coons oh, or something like that. Wow, you think so? You think is that you think is that derogatory? What other derogatory term do you know for Native American people? I've never called I've you- never called a Native American person a redskin ever. But I've people call me Redbone all the time. I'm not. I, it's not derogatory. It's not the same shit, be. I don't know the why, but I don't know why though. That's what I'm saying. I, and I just don't know why. Is, are the Cleveland Browns? Is that derogatory? Are they to my brown people? No. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. To be honest, because their mascot's like some elf, an elf looking. I don't fucking know what a brown is. Yeah, no idea. Knew. But it's not. It's not black people. I, you. So but, you've heard someone call a Native American a redskin before? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they, the Native Americans. Uh huh have come out against this name right. many times over the years as right. a derogatory name. So you're saying and you respect their their feeling that it's derogatory, not that you necessarily have heard it or feel right. Yeah, okay, got you. I agree. Because they have a picture, a stock photo of uh, an idealized Native American right. on the helmet and redskin. So there's no other NFL team that actually, that I think you can you can draw that, Similarity too. That's an actual people, right? That's of an identifiable color. I think of the Patriots, but that Patriots not really identifiable, right? There's no color in it. I think of the Houston Texans. Okay, well that Texan is really a a, a, a bull, yeah. That yeah has their colors on it. I can't think of anyone else. Yeah. So this is not the first time they call the changes name. And the owner, uh, Daniel Snyder, has refused. And I don't understand why, B. Me either. Because if you change the name, you get to sell new merchandise. Right. So we'll see, man. I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm for it, man. They should change it. It's, I mean, if, if, if Native American people feel offended by it, it's not that big of a deal. It's not, there's no culture or heritage that we have in the Washington team that we just got to call them that. There's just no reason. I'm comfortable and, and not the, saying the word ever again now that, you know what I'm saying, now that we've discussed it and, and put the word out there for detail. Yeah, I mean, this, the reason why I know the Seminoles tribe of, uh, of Florida uh, approved Florida State using it is because it was a reaction to this shit. Right. Because there was a whole conversation about this, like your Atlanta Braves and that, oh, they may be next. Yeah, they're probably going to be next. I was thinking that the whole time while we were talking. Cause see, you know, uh, that, that picture ain't good. No. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like Native American blackface. It looks like, uh, <laughs> like Red Aunt face. Jemima. Red yeah, face. It looks like Aunt yeah. Jemima. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, we, and, and it's past time. It didn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way right. at all. You know, many teams rename themselves and go on about it. Remember the Washington Bullets? They ain't been bullets in a long ass time. Long time. And that was because the owners like, Relative got shot by somebody. He changed it, and so, DC I mean, was 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 riddled with bullet bullet holes anyway, too. So I can't speak to that. But if you'd like, um, well, let's keep it moving. <laughs> oh man! So uh, this guy is running for Congress out of Florida, and he says in a tweet. That Beyonce is faking being African American. <laughs> She's actually Italian. I believe it. I'm here for it. She's actually Italian. She's faking this for exposure. He's got receipts, B. I believe it. Her real name is Anne 
Marie Lestrazi. She's Italian. <laughs> this is all part of the Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. Hell yeah. I'm I'm here for this. Fuck, man. I'm here Shit. for this. I'm like, Anne, Anne, Anne Marie Lestrazi. All of these years, B. <laughs> all these years. So who are her dad and mom? They're not really her mom and dad? Nah, man. They're they're crisis actors. They're 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 all in on it. They're in on the hoax, B. I am here for this. <laughs> I think uh, this this uh, congressional uh, person K. W. Miller is about to have a meeting with a hive. I don't think he's. I don't think he fully comprehends <laughs> right, you what don't, he's done. You don't know what he's walking into. <laughs> Dear God, man, do you know what you've done? <laughs> And he deserves it, man. I don't. I. I don't even know what to say about this. It's, it's like the Florida people are different, B. Yeah, they on some different shit. Yeah. You know who else is on some different shit? Who is that? Your boy, Kanye West, man. D- did you hear he's running for president? Yeah, yesterday he said he's running for president of these here United States. <laughs> you know, you don't get all the way the fuck out of here. No. No, man. He says he says it's, it's time, B. It's no. time. It's time. B. Come on. Not this year. Why not, B? Why not, why not Kanye? Why not? Nah. It's no. It's, it, I, he, he would be worse than Trump. He says, <clears throat> you want to hear the tweet? We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. American flag. Exclamation point. Hashtag 2020 vision. Nah. No. Well, be smarter people than you disagree with you. Because no, Elon man. Musk said, Elon Musk, right underneath that, said, you have my full support. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So here's, okay, okay, okay. So we've reached a crossroad, uh, Mr. Kunta. So let's say for some crazy reason, Kanye sneaks it in and... Joe Biden is running second to him. It's by all intents and purposes, Kanye West is the Democratic candidate. You're going to vote for him over Trump? Why the fuck do you think that? You forgot him being... B, you don't remember? He was at, 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 at Trump, he, in the meeting with Trump, we, he tried to hug Trump. You remember yeah. B? Yeah. So, I don't know what party he's in. He's in the crazy party. That's what he's in. He's not going to run as a Republican. Come on. No, he's he's running as the party of Kanye. That's what he's going to do. There's no way. As he said it, man. He said what he said. Elon Musk said, "I'm you know I support it 100. We we up in this bitch. That's what he said, man. I'm not voting. That's what for he Kanye. said. I'm not voting for Kanye either. Why not, man? He's you know he's he's you know he's. He's really spiritual. No, he's not. Uh, he's though. here he, for he, prison reform. He's too emotional. Well, sometimes he takes his meds. Sometimes he doesn't. But yeah, when he does take him, man, that is a. You when, know, he's very artistic. Uh, no, we don't need an artistic president. That's not the. That's not the role of the president. Come on, you telling me you don't want a pair of Yeezys? That's what his platform should be. Yeezys for everybody. I don't like. Any, I haven't liked one Yeezy yet. Maybe the first was that Nike made, and they were still kind of oh. Back to the Future. Let's talk about real shit. Mr. Kanye um, West. 
This is why you need people around you that know what the fuck they're talking about. So you don't do stupid shit like this. And then have to say, psych, later. The qualifying deadlines to be on the ballot for President of the United States have passed in Texas, North Carolina, New York, Maine, New Mexico, Indiana. Okay. In order for him to get on the ballot, and some of them, and some of the remaining ones, he has to have, he has to get thousands of people to sign up petitions in each state to get on the ballot. Right. Okay. He has no organization. Even if he were able to make a ballot in a few states, that's a big ass if. Yeah. The question is, could he take black votes away? Nah. B, I want you to ask me how many black people you know listen to Kanye's last project. Take your time, I'll wait. You personally know they listen to it. Black people? Maybe you. Yeah. Maybe just you. I didn't listen to his last project. Oh, well, damn. There's, the, there's that then. <laughs> so zero. Hmm. This is much ado about nothing. It's a goddamn distraction. You know what's bothering me, though? I, I was about to say someone's name. Uh, a, a person who's running for Congress in Atlanta, in Atlanta or in Georgia that is is like making waves because of how real she is or how logical people are saying she is. And I've been trying to get some do some research on her. Have you heard of um, Angela Stanton King? The name sounds familiar, but it's not ringing a bell. So she's a con. That's not right. It's, it's, it sounds familiar, but I can't I, I can't put a face to it. She's an ex convict that has decided to turn her life around and now is running for Congress. And everybody's like saying, everybody's singing her praises and saying her name. I haven't found anything about her policy, but I've heard her, um, she had an interview with um, Breakfast Club and Tom, Tommy Sotomayor and different people like that. So she's like definitely hitting the grassroots. She's doing it from the bottom up and people are giving her a lot of praise. I haven't had a chance yet to like listen to all the interviews. What is she running for? Congress, just how, for the House in Georgia. Well, uh, she, can, she can get there. District 5. But no, because then I just looked. I just happened to, to look at the for the Kanye tweet, and her name popped up. This is her. This is her. Uh, this is her tweet six hours ago. Kanye isn't running against Trump. He's running for the people. I'm not running against John Lewis. I'm running for the fifth district of Georgia. John Lewis, man, listen. Hashtag. Well, did you say John Lewis? <laughs> I did. Hold on. Wait a minute. We're not talking. <laughs> hold on. No, let me. Hold on here. Hold on. The, 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 the tweet isn't over yet, man. She got a hashtag. Hashtag Trump hyphen yay hyphen king 2020. So now she's attached herself to this. Fuck that bitch and everything she stands for. You mean the representative John Lewis? Yeah. No, yeah. we going. No, shit. You don't end the podcast right here. Nope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, she ain't tell no <laughs> yeah. shit. I wish. No, man, she, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. She, no. She wrote a book, apparently. Um, and I don't give a fuck what she wrote. You know what she ain't going to do? She's not going to see John Lewis. <laughs> you can look her up at the, uh, the AKF. I ain't looking up at no goddamn where we ain't putting out no misinformation. She's not beating John Lewis. John Lewis is like, he's the last one we got, B. She's got a groundswell, man. She's got she can a have a she, she can have a ground swell. She can have a she can have a deep swell. She can have a big swell. It don't really fucking matter. She can have an ocean swell, a tsunami. It don't matter. So now I'm looking at some of the stuff surrounding her name. So it looks like she's pulling an August Alcina. She got a um, she's a Trump supporter of all things, and that's where she's making her name. So I get it now. Mm. Now I get it. Now it all makes sense. Now I understand why she put Kanye in her tweet. Now I understand why she said John Lewis's name in her tweet. Because John she's a Lewis Trump ain't going nowhere. She's a Trump she's a goddamn supporter. 
She's a he's a goddamn black treasure. Treasure. I don't know. After he goes, we got uh, Annie Maxine, and that's about it. Yeah. Because so, you know, but anyway, so that have several seats, ma'am. Several, several, all of them, all of them. Speaking of seats, uh, did you see that in Stone Mountain, Georgia? Did you hear about the uh, uh, the meeting in Stone Mountain, Georgia? I put it in Slack last night. I was trying to bait you. You didn't. You weren't awake, I guess, though. I don't know. I I was uh, I was enjoying my extended Juneteenth a little too hard. Um, <laughs> what? Nothing. What were you doing yesterday? Uh, yeah. nothing. I did nothing yesterday at all. Yep. Yeah. Just you know, another July four. I mean, I guess those that like, want to know, happy July. Four times I've not been telling you, Brianna Taylor's killers have still not been arrested. Can we do that shit? What? Do you think I was going to say something else? Nope. Anyway, so Stone Mountain, Georgia. Give the context. Thousand, Give the context first. Uh, Give the context first. What Stone Mountain, Georgia is? Well, Stone Mountain, Mountain, Georgia, allegedly, because I wouldn't know. Real Zone Six nigga like my co-host, he would know. <laughs> and his 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 really good friend said something about Stone Mountain. Isn't that where uh, Smooth went to school or some shit? Yeah, he did. He did. But I'm talking yeah. about the mountain itself and what historical. Nigga, don't ask me. You from Georgia? You, okay. you go ahead and do that. So, um, there are, there are certain, there are stories. There's one side of the story that says the KKK, the resurgence of the KKK, because the original KKK started in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania somewhere. Most people don't know that the original KKK started in Pennsylvania, but the resurgence of the KKK, um, was said to have been started in the Stone Mountain area, where they actually met on the mountain on a certain day every week or every month, um, and they relived that. Every, every so often when they get a hair up their ass, they go back to the mountain and have a little rally and, you know, shoot a little moonshine down their throats and all that kind of stuff. And that's, that's a, a, a part of their heritage, I guess you would say. So Stone Mountain is famous for the fact that KKK members call it the, the resurgence birthplace. And they still, from time to time, go there to, you know, just kind of let people know they're still, they're still around. Were they there yesterday? I don't think they were there yesterday, and you're about to tell us why. <clears throat> uh, 1,000 armed black men and women showed up there. In all black. In all black. Very Black Pantherish. In, 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 um, in formation. When I say Black Panther, I ain't talking about Wakanda. No, no. Fuck what you thought about the Black Panthers. Everything you've been told by the media is a goddamn lie about the Black Panthers. But anyway, and that's a that's a whole other podcast. But I'm talking about the OG Black Panthers before uh, they were systematically crushed by every resource that this country had at the time. So one thousand armed black men and women wearing all black showed up Stone Martins to Stone Mountain Park. With horns, but with, with speakers, they were, they were trying to, you know, see if anybody, to be honest, mentioned earlier, was hanging around. They wanted to come out and chat. Tell me if you can hear this, Kuntu. Tell me if you can hear this. Threat, counter threat. Because threats don't mean shit to us. Y'all been threatening us since Birmingham. I ain't seen shit. When it's July the 4th. And all you scary ass Negroes that passed that shit around. Look at what the fuck you did. You made blacks come out. I don't got it. I don't see no white militia. 
So to the boogie boys, the three percenters, and all the rest of you scared ass rednecks, we here. Where the fuck you at? We in your house. Let's go. NFAC, motherfucker. So what I just played, Kunta couldn't hear it, but um, have you seen the tweet where the the guy's on one knee and he's he's talking through the megaphone? Oh yeah. Yeah, I just played that for the listeners. So I'm sorry you couldn't hear it. I thought it would, I thought it would come through for you too, but the listeners just heard it. So we can talk about that a little bit too. Well, I'm reading some of it. And uh, yeah, man. So they knocked and no one showed up. No one came out. No one hollered. <laughs> Nobody said a goddamn thing. And I don't blame them because everybody had a semi-automatic rifle. Everybody. And, I'm, and some of them had side You mean too. they had the same, sh- the same shit that those Boogaloo boys? Everybody. Those, those, yeah. That, so, um, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but everyone under the sound of my voice, black guns really do matter. They do. They do. They do. What do you mean by that? When black people are armed and it is known that they are armed, a lot of this bully grandstanding stuff doesn't really shake out the way it does. I'm reminded of that uh, that topic we covered a few weeks back where you had the one white cop holding a gun on like six, you know, young teenage boys. Right. With, yeah. That shit don't really happen. That shit don't. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be smart. You gotta think about what you're doing because you want to get home too. Um, so you know we you know we 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 see what what happens when it's an even playing field, and it's not always an even playing field, and you know and there are other things that go on, but and this militia versus militia type of shit, you know we we see what happens when we're all on the same footing, you know the, when you got the same tactical gear they got, right, and you know they're ready, and you bought it about it too, you know, yeah, it's funny. There were enough. It's funny people, what happens. There were enough people there yesterday that even if there were some type of combat force that decided to go against them, they lose in bodies too. And it's, they call themselves the NFAC. I think it's the Not Fucking Around Coalition. Is that like true, that. or is that just a joke? Though I thought that was kind of like just a, like so they were just kind of like. Is, I hope that's not. I don't true. know, man. I all I know true. is they were not <laughs> fucking around. I saw all I know. All I know, and you know, I'm going to segue that into. How I celebrated uh, the was it the uh, three weeks after, two or three weeks after after Juneteenth and and in celebration of of African American freedom, I celebrated it yesterday uh, by listening to the Honorable Minister Farrakhan's uh, address to the to to the nation. I don't have. I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't. I saw it. I have it queued up, but I haven't listened to it yet. Man, man, man. He talked about it all. Wow. He talked about it all. Um, He talked about so much shit that was right. I forgave the whole uh, UFO thing near the end. And, uh, but for most part of it, uh, look, I'm not saying that you should convert to the nation of Islam. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that don't believe the media 
when all this is happening around and to black folk, you need to need to look at who is standing up for black people. Who, who is standing up when no one else is? Who's been been standing up? Maybe you should listen to those people for a little bit and make up your mind about what they're talking about and don't, you know. I, I mentioned it earlier when I talked about the Black Panthers. Everything you've been taught about the Black Panthers is a fucking lie. You know, everything that people say about Farrakhan, just because they say it doesn't mean it's true. Right. Find out for yourself. He talked about it all. He talked about, you know, the, the state of who we are as a country. He talked about, you know, the state of where other places in the world is. He talked about all these religious holy places being locked down. Of course, it was in a religious context. He's a minister. Right. He talked about the allegations of anti-Semitism. Ridiculous. He talked about, you know, um, his respect for Jewish people. And the people he's calling out are not Jewish. So um, he called them fake. Yeah. Tell me something. So he... Tell me something. Here's here's the reason. That? Here's the reason why I didn't watch it immediately. From the from the, the screenshot that was part of the uh, clip, it looks like he's not doing well. Can you clear that up for me? Is he does he look like he's healthy and well, or does he look like his his age is kind of catching up to him? He's old as fuck, B. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to see him like that. That's why I did. That's why I, did. No, I no, wanted no, no. to. I wanted the to. The voice watch is it. the voice. It's the voice good. ain't left him. The okay. voice has not left him. Okay. He did have to sit down. He also revealed there was that why he's been, he revealed why he's been declining. Apparently he was poisoned. Oh, shit. He said that he was poisoned. He mentioned this. He says, I, and it was part of a whole, you know, you know, not to get religious, all part of what he was saying about how, you know, if you are on a certain mission and he tied us to the, to the, uh, to the Jewish, uh, Faith that you know they would if someone said they were some god they would test them by feeding them poison. Oh wow! That's not what they try to do with him. He says that someone gave him some seeds that had been irradiated, and that it burned up most of his insides, but he didn't die. Goodness. So, I guess that makes sense. I don't because you wouldn't be allowed to talk all this cash shit nonstop about white people without somebody trying to put into that. Right. So you know I I don't believe was. I don't believe it was Cap. I believe some, you know, I believe that's not the first time. And I believe that, you know, there has been attempts on his life. And, and so, you know, I don't have no reason to doubt for him to say that. Um, but as far as, uh, as his message, it was timely. Yeah. I'm going to encourage you uh, listeners to go out and, uh, and, and, and look for Farrah Khan's message. Uh, it's called the, the 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 title of the message is called the Criterion. Now I'm not saying you're gonna agree with 100. percent I ain't gonna say you're gonna agree with 90. percent I'm not even gonna say you're gonna agree with 85. percent Just still listen. But more than half of it, you're gonna be like, yeah, you right. More than half, you're like, yeah, that's 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 right. Uh, one thing that concerned me though is he says you're not gonna hear from him for for a while. So maybe that goes back to your point. Um, yeah. He gave it in religious parlor that, you know, God is administering justice. He calls it a judgment. He calls it a pestilence. You know, a pandemic, he calls it a pestilence. Yeah. And he's, basically he said, because he's already said everything that needs to be said, and he kept saying this over and over, you can take it or leave it alone. Yeah. That you're not going to hear from him for a while because uh, he's already said everything needs to be said. 
I read that of two, one of two ways. One, he may actually think that, and two, yeah, he's he's in bad shape because he's my God. You know how old he is, B? He's got to be ninety. Close. He's eighty-seven. Yeah, and see, he reminds me so much of my grandmother. So it's like there are two things that are. That's why I kind of don't want to see him. I don't want to see him bad. Maybe I'll just listen to it. Yeah, the voice is the voice has not left. Um, there's no teleprompter. There's no teleprompter. You don't need to tell a teleprompter for the truth, right? This is this is like these Malcolm X speeches that every. This is what that is. There's no teleprompter. He has said all this for so long, and he's still, you know, uh, he's still g- gathering new information. He's current on what's going on, and and so he's a, uh, you know, he's he's very lucid. He's a great speaker. It's entirely our fault, you know. It's entirely our fault that Farrakhan wasn't more of a black leader. Yeah, we were fooled into thinking that he was too radicalized. He was trying to radicalize the black. Well, he was though, but it was it was a necessary radicalization. But we were fooled for so long into the evils of the NOI and FOI, and it and it's, it's our fault. He, we should have we should have embraced him a lot earlier in his life, even if even if he decided to not come outside of the NOI and still you know be a leader to all black people. There are so many teachings that we could have. We could have used to the to betterment of, of... But they're all there. They're all there. They all can be found. Yeah. They all are archived. Uh, and I will say this. Like any young person, you go through changes as you get older. Like Malcolm X, he was very radical by any means. Then he went to Mecca and looked around at all these people that say they were also Muslims. And, well, goddamn, there's some light skin around here. I need to rethink some shit. Yeah. So, yes, he's gotten more knowledgeable as he's gotten older. Certain stances he's changed on. And, you know, that's what people do. They evolve. Right. Um, but, you know, just like I said earlier about the Black Panthers, everything the media has told you, probably not true. You should probably look, for it, look into it yourself. Here's my big deal with the Nation of Islam going forward because uh, the minister does look sick and he's 87, is that there's no clear successor. I couldn't even tell you one, one of the person's name. No, there's no clear successor. No one else really speaks on behalf of the nation. So I don't know what they're going to do when he dies. But that may be by design. Because um, if you remember, when Malcolm X was the guy, anybody they put up to say something publicly, it always felt like there was competition. So maybe that's why. I don't know. But they I do, don't know either. They better send somebody up because we need to know soon. Yeah. I, I you know, in my mind, um, he's an American treasure that needs to be unpacked. He is not perfect. He has said some bad things, but you know, I've said some bad things. I've quoted Malcolm X a lot lately. I'll tell you exactly the quote that I've that I have. If the white man does not get his house in order, maybe he doesn't deserve a house. Maybe it should burn. That's how angry I am at where we are. Breonna's Taylor, Breonna Taylor's killers are still walking around, living. We talked about uh, Elijah. What's his last name? McClellan? McClain. McClain. Elijah McClain. His killers walking around. B, did you hear about what his killers did? 
Uh, yeah, I did see. Well, th- were those his, was gonna, those weren't his killers. Mm-hmm. They were just somebody else in the forest, right? No, no, I, I believe they were the three officers involved. No way. No, come on. No way. No, no, no. Those were other. If I'm those not are, mistaken. That's what I. That's what I. No read fucking way. Those are no, nope, nope. I, I, I refuse to believe that. Just off the human decency of it all, those were those were three other officers in the force. Please tell me those were not the three that actually did it. Well, let's see. No way possible. So, listeners, what, what we're talking about here while Kunta's looking this up, um, Elijah McClain was the young autistic or Asperger syndrome young man who was uh, stopped for, I guess it was dancing in the middle of the street. He had on some headphones and didn't hear the cops. They started giving him commands. He wasn't following well. He's very socially awkward. And during the time they were trying to hold him down, he was you know, saying he loved the cops and how beautiful they were. They ended up giving him ketamine, but far too much ketamine for his size and weight. And it ended up being the reason why he died. And um, it's a tragedy. This is not a criminal, not nothing close. It was just a, a, a different young man who probably deserved a hug as opposed to what they did to him. And he was different, very different. Yeah. Not different as in as in as in bad or crazy. He he's just different. He played violin. Maybe he had Asperger's. Who knows? Yeah. And um, so then what happened was there were there were three cops who were just well one resigned and the other two were fired this last past week because they reenacted the chokehold. I guess the the scene of Elijah McClain's death. They reenacted it in photos, and uh, the police chief came on TV and and fired the other two that hadn't already resigned. but So all three of them now are gone. But Kunta is saying it's the three that actually had to do with his death. I don't know. I read it somewhere, and I can't remember where I read it. I've done a brief search. I don't know. So maybe not. So it better you know, let's not put fucking that aside. Be. It better not fucking be. That's all I feel about that. Well, let's put that aside. Uh, but, you know, the same police force, Aurora, Colorado. Yeah, same city, yes. Um, you cannot retrain this. You cannot, you know, there's no, there's no retraining racism out of someone. It is what it is. And so, you know, these calls to defund the police. Defund the police and disband the police does not mean have no police at all. What it means is you tear all of it down, including the union, and you start over. Starting over means you start looking at who you want to hire. You rebuild it from the ground. The problem with most of the law enforcement agencies across the United States is these fucking unions. These are the people in it who told those Atlanta cops to call off with the blue flu. Have they returned B or is it still not at a hundred percent? Don't know. Don't know. These are the people that organize, you know, when you push an old white man down and bleeds out the back of his head and you get arrested and the union calls for everyone in that area to come, all your brother, brothers and sisters in the force to clap as you come out. So you, this is union stuff. I'm usually pro-union when it involves labor, you know, teaching, teachers. But cops, I don't think they need that sort of protection because they've abused it. And Colorado, I believe, recently has, has uh, removed uh, qualified immunity, meaning uh, if he was a cop, do some shit you, you're not supposed to do. They can sue your ass directly. Good. Wait for other states to follow. We'll see. But on a bright note, let's roll out on a bright note, B. 
Mississippi. <laughs> there's, there's a bright, sunny, sunny name. Mississippi. Mississippi, who has, since its inception, clearly had a miniature version of the stars and bars on its flag. The Mississippi legislator, le legislature voted overwhelmingly to remove that state flag, take it down, okay. and create a new one. Okay. The Mississippi flag, as of last week, is no longer, is no longer the flag of, of Mississippi. They're, they're all taken down. Okay. And there's an open, I guess, contest or whatever for the people to submit designs for the new flag. And once some finalists are picked, then the Mississippi, Mississippi people will vote on what the new flag will be. There is change coming. In the midst of change coming, Donald Trump yesterday at South Dakota continued to talk about people who would try to erase history by coming after our statues. This Black Lives Matter movement's a far left agenda, a far left uh, attempt by radicals to change society, to change our society. I'm not going to be mad at that, B. You want to know why? Why is that? Because that time apparently has passed. Even NASCAR wants the Confederate flag down. All the heads of the military want these ba names of these bases changed. Yeah. Most of these localities, uh, a lot of them, not all, you know, are willing to talk about taking down these Confederate uh, statues. Because that's what he meant. Right. He did quote, and he did mention George Washington and Ulysses S. Grant, but I guess he wasn't quite prepared to to go, you know, completely full racist again. But that's what he meant, because Donald Trump has vetoed a bill uh, that had in there uh, renaming the basis. Vetoed it. Nah. I don't know if it was a financial relief bill. Might have been a financial relief bill. He vetoed it because had that in there about renaming the, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren had got that in there about renaming bases that have Confederate names. And I vetoed, vetoed the whole shit. So even Mississippi has figured out that overt racism won't get you far right. in today's times. But amazing. Trump says nah. We'll see what's going to happen, man. You know, we'll see if uh, if we got a three-horse race, B, uh, between uh, the orange one, Trump, Uncle Joe, and Jesus. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. See how it shakes out. See if uh, Beyonce is going to have to write in uh, Jesus and his, if he, when he votes this year, he's gonna, is he going to write in Jesus? Maybe. He might do it. He might do it for the gram. He might do it for the LOLs. I don't know. Anybody but Trump. But even Mississippi gets it. Yeah. New times, desperate times, call for desperate actions, and people are united. And we're going to see how this shakes out. It looks like it's going a positive direction, but I've been fooled before. Whatever happens, trust like you trust in 
white Jesus coming back. It's always going to be black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white. 